I say hallelujah. I have a commitment to the body of Christ in Ghana in line with um, the grace that God has bestowed upon me. I have a dream to run some very thorough discipleship programs in Ghana. I also have a dream to run an apostolic recalibration exercise for ministers of the gospel. And I'm not talking about the kind of one-hour, 20-minute teaching that we are doing in this conference. It's, it's a marathon. And in order to do that kind of, um, to set up that kind of uh, a capacity building initiative, we will need a place. We will need a base. I want to see all the young men on the streets beginning to love Jesus and know how to navigate in the spirit of finding. So that the time will come in Ghana, if you take the Bible and you want to manipulate people, they'll say, oh God, cool down. When truth is exalted, error will die a natural death. I have seen what God wants to do with the church in this nation, Ghana. And I have a part, a little part, in that program. It is that part that I want to deliver with all prudence. And that's the reason why we uh, asking each and every one of us to consider becoming a part of the project that we're about to commence. We hope to raise the flag of that project sometime early next year. And we'll trust God that when the first set of blocks hit the ground, we will not need to shut down the site because of inadequate funding. I am not good at raising money. I, it's not part of the skills I have developed, especially because so much of that has been abused in the body of Christ. So I'm not attempting to raise money. But I'm, I'm just releasing a call. Um, if you are in this place, I want to challenge you to be part of this project. And those of you that are listening, online, especially those of you that are Ghanaians who want to raise an altar to God in the heart of 
your nation and we want to call you to partner with us as we attempt to accomplish this project and the lord god almighty will bless you in the name of jesus now in a moment of time what the media people will do for us is to flash on the screen and unveil all the channels that are available to make contributions to this laudable project and uh, if you are participating online you can take the details as you decide on your commitment and the frequency of your commitment you will be armed with all the channels that are available for you to make your contributions hallelujah And even me speaking to you here tonight, I'm already making up my mind on what percentage of that 900,000 will be my own body. So I'm not saying give money and I sit back. We built a similar building, even though bigger than, um, it's even bigger than this one here in, in my little city. Uh, when we checked the records, I was the highest donor. The total cost of that building was uh, 1.6 or 1.7 million pounds. Amen. Please let that, it's just a figure. Let it not cripple you. The Lord, the Lord will strengthen us in the name of Jesus. Alright, so this project is smaller than the, than the other project and I, I have full confidence that the Lord will yet do a miracle for us in the name of Jesus. Uh, don't be under pressure. Don't be under pressure. We're just asking, just in case you feel that you have to be part of this project, feel free to take advantage of all the options that we have available and make your commitment. And I trust that God, working with us, will make that project a reality in the name of Jesus Christ. I want to personally salute all the engineers that have been working behind the scene to even bring um, the site to its current condition. The Lord will increase your greatness in the name of Jesus. Let us pray. Father, tonight we come because we have confidence in you. We come because we have faith in you to turn the destinies of men and women around and to establish your covenant in the life of every single individual that is present here in this auditorium and those that are participating online. Let tonight be that night that we will all make reference to and say this is when it all began. Let it be a memorial in the life of everybody such goodness such grace such mercy that you will make available tonight to fulfill your counsel and we ask that you take all the glory in jesus mighty name amen please you may be seated hallelujah
I say hallelujah. Amen. You know, based on your ordination and that which God has called you to do, there are several capacities, several abilities that the grace of God makes available to you to prosecute the will of God for which he has called you. Uh, the major grace that is at work in my life is the grace to build capacity to raise people. That's the major grace. There are several other little tributaries, but my basic constitution in terms of the enablement of the Lord to fulfill the assignment that the Lord has given me enables me to be a capacity builder, um, an instructor that is skilled to raise people into their brightest capacity in the kingdom of God. And that's the reason for which we need that facility. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus Christ. So we also have numbers that you can call for details just in case you need clarifications uh, on any aspect of what we just discussed. And the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus Christ. Okay, tonight I will uh, show us two things and then we will go into the pool of miracles. This pool of miracles, first of all, will be directed at confronting such spiritual investments that have been made that has the capacity to cause injury to the destinies of men. Uh, and we are trusting that the Lord will thunder from his high heavens and do damage to such infrastructures in the name of Jesus Christ. Now that we know what it means to set up an altar, because at the, at the, the point, at the moment where you decide to consecrate yourself to God, what you have said to God is that I am willing, I am ready to come into partnership with you uh, for the prosecution of your plan, your dream for my life. The moment you fulfill the requirement of consecration, then even though you were the one that started up the spiritual process, the spiritual pilgrimage that led to the setting up of the altar, when the supervising spirit of that altar comes to encounter you, he will be the one that will prescribe. He will be the one that will prescribe to you thereafter what you need to do, the kind of sacrifices he wants. Because the idea of an altar uh, 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 is, is um, rooted in depths of understanding of how to please the supervising spirit that comes to take possession of your altar. The strength that can be derived from the altar that you have raised is traceable to how well you can please the supervising spirit of that altar. By the time God comes to establish his government, one of the things he does is that he begins to give you prescriptions about the things he desires. 
The journey of priesthood is a journey of pleasing God. It's a journey of pleasing God. Uh, my brother Josiah read the scripture during the prayer time. And he was able to reveal one of the objectives for which God entered into the enterprise of creation. Because the Bible says that everything was created for his pleasure. Are you there? For his pleasure. So I'm created as an object of his pleasure. But you see, I need to know what exactly he, he desires of me. And as I begin to bring that on the table, he's pleased with me. And the moment God is pleased with you, his resources will be at your disposal. You see, your, your capacity in warfare, your capacity to overcome things that bedevil other people, is tied to your alignment with God. And your alignment with God is, will be established when you know what it takes to please God. So even though you were the one that started the protocol, the, the pilgrimage that invited God into your space, when he shows up in your space, he will give you prescriptions on the kind of sacrifices that he wants. Just like when Isaac came, he called his son Esau and said, you know what? There's one kind of bush meat that I like. It's not in the market. It's not in Kaswa. You will need to move to the Volta in their forest. You know? <laughs> I don't follow you. <laughs> See, you know, we are used to common things. God is uncommon. That's what holiness means. He is uncommon. He's strange. You cannot claim to even know his ways if he doesn't reveal them to you. So he now tells you what will please him and it will shock you. It will be, it will be totally a total departure from what you expect. So he gives you prescriptions on the kind of sacrifices that you should present before him that will be pleasing to him. And you must understand that the basis of your priesthood is to provide what will please God. You must be in his good books every day. And if you are that person that has found that place of intimacy with him, wherewith you please him as your preoccupation. If someone rises and that person becomes a problem to you, oh my God, the person has automatically become a problem to God. Because if anything happens to you, that pleasure that God is deriving from your alignment with him is going to suffer loss. God will rise to fight. So I will tell you how to set Jehovah up to become a man of war. When you, if you know how to do what I'm talking about, you can go to sleep. And before tomorrow morning, the battle will end. Priesthood is a science. It's a science that is known by only those that have taken time to be intimate with God. Because the way of the spirit is not the way of men. He said, just like you do not know how bones are formed in the womb of she that is with child. Even so, know it, thou not the way of the Spirit. So, because God knows that we suffer from ignorance of his ways, 
One of the first things he does when you come into his space and his government begins to influence your life is that he takes you through uh, some educational protocol because he wants to update you so that you can be knowledgeable enough to deal with him. You cannot deal with God on the basis of your mundane knowledge. Your mundane knowledge is so filthy, is so, is so insulting, and anytime someone uses mundane knowledge to brag before God, and I have a few examples, especially Job. Job was one of such people. And um, are you with me? He was, he was a custodian of philosophy in his own part of the world. He was, that's what we call a cardinal. So those, his friends were cardinals of philosophy in their own domains. So if something happens in that domain, they get the cardinal, the chief of philosophy, to come and interpret it and to, to explain the reason why it happened. If we were to go to the book of Job, I would have shown you the lines of the worldview and the lines of philosophy that each of those cardinals sustained. And um, <laughs> the problem now happened when Job had a a challenge. Job was one of them. So the other guys came from the other place to come look at Job's condition and to provide interpretation for the reason why he was in that condition. Are you there? Uh, it will interest you to know that Job's position of argument was the, on the basis of self-righteousness. So that was what Job brought to court. In fact, Job came to a point where he began to say, well, the reason why uh, if he had an opportunity to take God to court, he would have been able to confront him and to show his righteousness. And God, the great God of the Bible, decided to give Job audience. Ah, you have changed my mic. Who is touching this thing? Don't touch it. Don't touch it. It was better before. Please, restore it back to how it was. Amen. So Job, Job, Job confronted the Lord and God decided to give Job attention. And by the time you read from the book of Job chapter 38, you will see God's intervention trying to stand with a mortar and to straighten him out. Are you there? The first thing that God said when he showed up on the scene was that he said, who is this? That darkened counsel by words without knowledge. Now stay with me. Stay with me. When we say a man darkens counsel, it means the little knowledge of God you have now. If you hear a man that darkens counsel, you will begin to doubt the knowledge of God you have because the man that spoke to you darkened your own little counsel. It's a plague. It's a disease. It's a disease that can eat up your conviction. If you are exposed to a man that darkens counsel. And that was the description that God gave about Job. And that's how every mortal man is. We, uh, instead of giving counsel, we darken counsel. And until God puts you in an educational scheme to educate you about how to relate with him, you are going to be deficient in that program. Are you still with me? The moment your education starts, your education is along the lines of the things that will please God. 
when God begins to open your eyes to those things, it means that you have been enrolled in the school of the spirit. Priesthood is not one of the things you can do ignorantly. Are you there? You can, you can do so many things. You can praise ignorantly. Even frogs are praising. Because the Bible says, let everything that has breath, let it do what? Praise the Lord. So, if you go, sometimes during rainy season, you hear soprano pro, frogs, they have, well, I know you know what I'm talking about. They are praising God. They are praising God. Nature. Everything that God has created was created to give him pleasure. So there's a way that sound, the frog sound that you don't like, there is a way God, he gives God pleasure. And that's why he, he gives, he keeps releasing grace for the frogs to continue in the sound. You can praise him without knowledge. But when you come into priesthood, it is something you cannot prosecute with ignorance. So God admits you into a school of education so that you can begin to upgrade your knowledge of how to interface with him. The objective of your endeavor is to make sure that you are always on the side of pleasing him. If you are in his good books, then his resources, his power, his abilities will be at your disposal. And that is why someone that wants to practice priesthood, the only lifestyle that you can live comfortably is a lifestyle of holiness. If your intention is to practice priesthood because the resources of God would not be at your disposal if your life is always a heartbreak to him, so those that know God know that their security is in their work of holiness. Their waking desire every morning when they wake up from the bed is to please God. Is to please God. And if they know that if they go to someone that insulted them and tell them you sorry. is the person that insulted you. But if he knows that if he tells the person sorry his relationship with God will be intact. He can pay the price to behave like a fool. And the reason is because he wants to protect what he has with God. Are you there? That's why we say people should not marry unbelievers. Because even if my wife offends me, there is something greater I have in my heart that I cannot lose because of an argument. Are you with me? You have touched the sound again. Yeah. If we see the way you operate, we will know whether you have a treasure that is bigger than any controversy that can come in the external space. God will begin to suck you in so that your life will now derive from your intercourse with him within your heart. Such a man is in accurate alignment. In the days of trouble, he will be shielded because the supervising spirit of his altar will be his protection. I have been privileged to be an object of destruction in, uh, in, uh, in witchcraft covens. I, I found that privilege. It rained 
among devils, among demons, among witches. So, um, one of those times, it was in the interest of the kingdom of darkness to have me destroyed. <laughs> the people that came together were 30 in number. That's, that's a huge number. Even in the physical, if 30 people against you, even if you trained in, in, in China, <laughs> there will be a challenge. <laughs> 30 such people came together. And all their efforts came to futility. And I want to and there shall be a highway for the remnant of his people which shall be left from Assyria like it was to Israel in the day that he came out of the land of Egypt. Hallelujah. Meanwhile, for your information, this scripture is speaking about a second exodus. A second call. This, this call is a call from dead Christianity to revival. This, this call. And the Bible says that in this migration, in this migration that is captured in this scripture, the Bible says that God will utterly, that means completely, destroy the tongue of the Egyptian sea. Now, so what exactly is the meaning of that expression? How is it that a sea can have a tongue? One thing I want you to understand is that for demonic altars, the temple is nature. Listen to me carefully. For demonic altars, the temple is nature. For righteous altars such as ours, our temple is in heaven. So there's a difference between the expressions of our priesthood. Are you there? A demonic altar can be used to program a river to take one victim every year. A demonic altar can be used to program thunder to strike a man dead because the temple for the demonic altar is creation is nature are you there or you are not there well uh, you know when i notice you are not there the syllabus is affected i i notice you have little struggles understanding that so let us take a scripture to open up that concept, Second uh, Kings chapter 3. 2 Kings chapter 3. Are you there in Second Kings chapter 3? Okay, let's, let's take from 24. Second Kings 3. We'll take it from 24. From 24. Are you there? All right. So are you in 24? And when they came to the camp of Israel, the Israelites rose up and smote the Moabites so that they fled before them 
But they went forward smiting the Moabites even in their country. Next verse. And they beat down the cities and on every good piece of land cast every man his stone and filled it. And they stopped all the wells of water and felled all the good trees only in Kehasaret. Left there the stones thereof. How be it the slingers went about it and smote it. 26. And when the king of Moab saw that the battle was too sore for him, he took with him 700 men that drew swords to break through even unto the king of Edom, but they could not. 27. Then he took his eldest son that should have reigned in his stead and offered him for a burnt offering upon the wall. What was the result? And there was a great indignation against Israel and they departed from him and returned to their own land. What I'm trying to teach you tonight is that an altar can speak. In the speakings of a demonic altar, a river can be programmed. In the speakings of a demonic altar, the lifespan of a family can be decided. So what we are seeing here, that indignation that resulted from the sacrifice that the man offered was the voice of the man's altar. I want us to do a research, a Bible research, so that we can learn the vocabulary of an altar when it begins to speak. All right? The Bible says that after slaying his son that was supposed to reign in his stead, the effect of the sacrifice that he offered manifested in form of indignation. Israel had already conquered. You, you must understand that they had a prophecy. They had a prophecy from God that emboldened them, that assured them of victory. And the victory they were getting was in line with the prophecy. And the man saw that his last line of defense was the 700 men that drew swords. When he deployed those men, and he was actually sending those 700 men to go to Edom and replenish forces to contend with Israel. But the 700 men could not break through the ranks of the Israelites. The last option was altar. And I need to do, I don't know if we can do that course, a little course to show you what we call um, the shekel of the sanctuary. That's the only unit of measurement we can measure spiritual things. It's just like when you, when I bring myself there is a, a value in the shekels of the sanctuary that I'm what. You know, those days, um, 
the temple, in the temple. The temple has its own shekel. It has its own currency. So when you come from town and you bring your Ghana cities from town, when you come to the temple, the temple has temple cities. So in order for you to be able to worship and to pay your vows, you will need to visit the table of the money changers and change from your mundane city to temple city so that you can transact in temple premises. Are you there? You still remember when Jesus came to the temple one of those times and he noticed he overturned the table of the money changers. Why did he do that? What made the business of the money changers to be relevant is supposed to be the activity that was in the temple. Is that not so? But the, the, the business of the money changers became more than the activity in the temple. The prayer that was supposed to be the reason for which the temple was sent up, set up was no longer functional. But the money changers, they were still, there was no activity in the temple, but their business was still booming. So they, in fact, temple activity became money changers. So when Jesus came to restore order, he destroyed the table of the money changers. Now what I'm trying to tell you with that illustration is that there was a currency that was used in the temple. And the things of God, the value of the things of God are measured in that currency. Oh, I don't have time. Let me leave that. So, so it would have used that currency to measure to show you the differences in value of things from the eye view of the spirit. Then you will now discover why this sacrifice produced this impact. That sacrifice produced. In the eyes of men, this sacrifice looks more valuable. But we are not rating it according to the mundane shekel. We are rating it according to the shekel of the sanctuary. This man, this man decided to sacrifice his son. That his son was the future. That his son was the one that was going to, was expected to continue his legacy. He sacrificed his future. Sacrifice his legacy. Sacrifice his remembrance. Sacrifice his possibility after him. All of that and his every promise it held was gathered together in one man and laid on the altar. That was the value. The extent and the tenacity of the indignation that resulted was equivalent to the value of what was sacrificed. Because the law is that only sacrifices can power altars. Did you get it? Well, let me show you a few sacrifices. Let me show you their results. And we all know what happened at Calvary. Calvary paid the debt that humankind owed the justice system of God. Until this moment, anyone that believes in his heart, the Lord Jesus, and confesses with his mouth that God had raised him from the dead, 
will be saved. So, his salvation is no longer in doubt. His, his salvation is not maybe. That salvation window is possible because a sacrifice was offered. And as vicious as Satan is, Satan doesn't have the capacity to undo what that sacrifice did. That's how powerful a sacrifice is. Meanwhile, we can go to a few scriptures and we can see the power of the sacrifice that Jesus offered at Calvary. A few scriptures gives us some insight because what I'm trying to uh, 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 teach tonight is the speakings of altars. The speakings. Speakings of altars. So we'll start from the book of Genesis. And if I have time, I will show you the speakings of the blood of Jesus. But that one is a full two-day lecture. The speakings of the blood of Jesus. Because the Bible says that the blood of Jesus speaks better things than the blood of Abel. Okay. Genesis chapter 8. Genesis chapter 4, sorry. We'll begin our reading from verse number 8. Genesis chapter 4. We'll begin our reading from verse number 8. And Cain talked with Abel, his brother. And it came to pass, when they were in the field, that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood cried unto me from the ground. And now thou art cursed from the earth, which has opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood out of thy hand. When thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shall thou be in the earth. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. I don't know if you listened to one of my teaching. I did a piece on the shape of the spiritual realm, the shape of the spiritual realm. And in that lecture, the first shape we considered in that lecture was that the spirit realm is, is legally framed, is, is a legal realm. It's a realm of legalities. It is capable of justice, it is capable of judgment. It is capable of equity. Justice, judgment, and equity. All of that is in the shape of the unseen realm. You will notice in the Garden of Eden, God came to give Adam a lecture. He told him in the day that you eat of this fruit you shall surely die. What he was revealing to Adam was the justice system of heaven. That heaven has a justice system. And whether or not you are ignorant of that justice system, you will still be a victim of the justice system if you violate it. Are you with me? 
Okay. Cain slew his brother, Abel. Because of this scripture, I had to read the Witness Act of the Nigerian Constitution. The Witness Act. The Witness Act provides that there are only two kinds of witnesses that can be admitted into the court of law that can influence the pendulum of justice. The first kind of witness is the eyewitness. Someone that was physically there when the event of controversy took place. His testimony in court can influence the pendulum of justice. The second kind of witness is the expert witness. Just like the testimony that comes from a doctor that specialized in internal medicine, when he comes up with an autopsy report, even though he was not present there, his report can influence the scale of justice. This man has killed his brother. And there was no eyewitness there. There was no autopsy report that came from Abel's body. Are you there? Oh, you are not there. Follow me. Take note of something here. Because if you read the scripture and if you understood the context very well, you will see that the scriptures that we read connotes a court session. I know a little law. If someone com commits a crime, the person that feels offended by the person's activities is supposed to go to court and then a writ of summons will be generated to summon the person that is the offender to come to court and plead his case. The writ of summons. In this case, we had no, there was no writ of summons. The moment Abel was killed, this is what happened. His blood began to cry from the ground. It was a sacrifice. It was sacrificed. Even though Cain did not know that beyond the natural there were things happening behind the scene, that did not stop the things from happening behind the scene. It was the blood of Abel that was crying from the ground that compelled the court of justice, the court of judgment, the court of equity in heaven to sit. Are you there? That court in heaven had to sit because of the action that took place. Cain felt there was no eyewitness. He felt there was no expert witness. And he thought he was going to go scot-free from the murder that he had committed. Unfortunately for him, he doesn't know that there are several things that are natural that have vocabulary and they can speak in the realm of the supernatural. One of them is blood. If we go deeper in priesthood, I will show you others. But you will notice that the Bible says that the blood of Jesus is still speaking to now. And it speaks better things than the blood of Abel. So it gives us an insight into the fact that what the blood of Abel was speaking were not good things. We can assume that the blood was demanding justice. 
we can assume that the blood was demanding judgment and it was so loud that the court of heaven could not ignore it. It was the reason for which, are you with me? The court sat and God happened to be the chief judge of that court. He now reached out to Cain. If you have ever been to court, you will, there is um, a good lawyer to be skillful in the art of cross-examination. So God now said, where is Abel, your brother? That's cross-examination. Seeing that there was no eyewitness and there was no expert witness, the guy said, am I my brother's keeper? You know why? He thought he was talking to the court of men. He did not know that the court that he was addressing accepts the testimony of blood as sufficient witness. He didn't know that. And unfortunately for him, the cross-examination ended upon his, his response. So to clear his doubt that he was out of sync with the proceedings in court, they brought the case fire so that he will see the petition that came against him for which the court sat. If you are still with me, say amen. amen. Verse 10 of Genesis chapter 4. That's the case file. And he said, what hast thou done? Then he unveiled something to him that he was not aware of. He said, the voice of thy brother's blood cried unto me from what? The ground. So this is sacrifice. A sacrifice has a voice. Are you there? That is why it is a sacrifice that has the capacity to power an altar. There is no trouble you are passing through today that there is no sacrifice that can delete it. It's just that you don't know. Because a sacrifice has a voice and the voice of the sacrifice speaks into the realm of the supernatural. When we say an altar speaks, it is twofold. The first speaking of the altar is a speaking that comes from the sacrifice. Just like the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross is still speaking now. Are you there? The speaking of the sacrifice is the first utterance of an altar. The voice of thy brother's blood cried unto me from the ground. That's the first speaking. This is speaking from altar into the realm of the spirit. Are you there? When something begins to speak and it has capacity to speak into the realm of the spirit, trust me, there is a spirit that is in that realm that will receive the communication that is being transmitted from that altar. The thing about altars is this. If the altar that you have raised is a righteous altar, it is only a righteous spirit that can receive your transmission. If the altar that you have raised is a demonic altar, 
It is only a demonic spirit that can receive your transmission. But the moment you put a sacrifice of the altar, notice you can no longer turn back. You turn back before sacrifice. Because once that sacrifice hits the altar, the process has started. Communication has started. Hey, you cannot undo. Are you there? You cannot undo the speaking of your sacrifice. You know, are you, are you with me? In my city, a young man was visited by some of his colleagues and they told him, you've been struggling for a long time. We can help you. We've been helped. The young man was willing to be helped considering the economic situation of my country. And uh, it's all right. There is a guru. There is a mahanta. There is a maharaji that no are you there? That normally appears. <laughs> my city has a water body dividing it. So a maharaji comes on Wednesday and sits by the beach in the night. That's where they form the brotherhood. So the other two people that were advertising the brotherhood to the young guy had gone there and received help from that altar and there was evidence that they were helped. So they came to market this young man. And the young man felt interested because they had a lot of money and they brought him to the place. So he showed up. After they did the initial rituals and all the tests to confirm that they had this, the will to follow through and they passed that initial test. The next test was that they had to break one of the Ten Commandments. So there was a puzzle. Many commandments written in a sack. You pick the one you will break. So the guy picked. He picked. He picked adultery. He said, yes, you are going to commit adultery. Before 14 days, you commit adultery. He said, that's not difficult. That's, you can arrange. They said, no, 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 no. It's your mother. So you commit adultery. With... Are you with me? Now, unfortunately for him, Before he even got to this stage, they had already taken a syringe full of his blood. A sacrifice had already gone ahead. So he couldn't pull out again. Please help me preach to your neighbor. Tell your neighbor that you can stop before the sacrifice. You cannot stop after the sacrifice. The guy left the place. Commit my mother. He actually attempted about eight times. Then he realized he did not have the heart to prosecute that mission. He now called his mother on the 13th day and said, I, I joined something. Because the first set of people who are going to be helping this night are people that joined something. If you join something. Or somebody went somewhere and got some of the apparatus from the place and committed one or two of them to you. We will need to help you this night. He said, I joined something. And this thing that I joined, 
They say, if I don't sleep with you in 14 days, I will either die or run mad. And the reason why it couldn't be deflected was because a sacrifice had already gone ahead and the thing was speaking. Just speaking. His blood was taken. Fortunately for him, he ran mad. At least that is better than... That is better than dying. So, after many years of wedding, I now decided on a certain day to wear my wedding suit. White, you know? Those days, I wore white. It was the day I wore that wedding suit that those, the family of this young man came to meet me and to ask me that they were sent to come and meet me that I have the ability to restore the sanity of their son. I told them that I'm on break. I have, you know, just like you have holiday in the office, you take leave. Me, I've taken leave from pulpit. So I'm not interested in pulpit matters. I just want to, you know, spend time. Because I wasn't staying, are you, are you with me? I wasn't staying in the same city with my family. So I came just to blend to play with my son. My boy Joshua was, a, was like my daughter. I came to play with him. You know that is also work. It's serious work. <laughs> so my wife now said, there are people outside. I said, I know. I said, can you help them? I said, I'm here for you people. It, she now said, it is me, we you came for, that we are suggesting that you should help them. As part of being with us, help them. <laughs> so I accepted to help them we went to the psychiatric ward of the hospital oh, you need to see people in that ward one, oh my all of them were put in that state by altars I know you won't believe one guy could stand like this eh Till, till we left, he was in that mood. You will know he's a demon. <laughs> Jesus. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. I say, is this one your own? They say, no. Is he your own? See our own there. This guy, his name was Sunday. And when I met him at the end of the world, he was jabbing his forehead on the wall, trying to break his skull. If we had not come, you would have heard that the guy died by self-inflicted death. Why was he in that condition? The altar was already speaking. And I hope you know what I mean by the altar is speaking. This aspect of speaking is the sacrifice. That's the first. There are two voices on every altar. So the first speaking is the utterance of the sacrifice. Are you there? And I said, Sunday. I, I screamed at him, Sunday! He, he answered me as if he was very far. Yes. Then I began to rebuke the spirit. Sunday began to manifest. And I thought it was only Sunday that would manifest. Ma there was manifestation everywhere. <laughs> they, 
Wait, don't clap yet. Don't clap yet. Wait, wait. When the manifestation started, the nurses ran to the place and they bound me hand and foot. It was not the demons they cast out. It was me. They cast me out. They cast me. So, you know those nurses in the psychiatric world? What they are doing is they are trying to tame demons. That's their job. So I now told the family that if you want me to continue with this exercise, discharge that boy. Discharge him. Discharge him. So I came to pray for him by 12 noon. They were able to secure his discharge by 4 p.m. in the evening. And they brought him to our prayer tent. I was waiting for them. Prayed for him. 13 minutes. I was timing. 13 minutes and he slept in my hand. He had not slept in 14 days. He slept in my hand so I laid him on the ground. I asked one of our pastors, watch over him. If he wakes up, let them give him food and give him glucosate. Then he will sleep again. If he wakes up the second time, make sure he's filled with the Holy Ghost. Then we'll come and do night vigil with him. So he woke up the first time they gave him food. He finished the whole food. He noticed that he was, he had peed on his body. He had pulled on his body. And he was asking, why is it like this? Why is it like this? They said, no problem. Eat first. He ate. And even though, with that same clothes, he slept again. By the time he woke up, we were there. Led him to Christ. Got him filled with the Holy Ghost. And took him on a, an all-night drill. We forced him to speak in tongues till daybreak. The family say he's well now. Let's go. He's on admission. Leave him. We did night vigil for three nights. Then I now gave him a lecture that the demons will come again. But when the demons come, this language I have taught you, pray it. The demons cannot possess you if you are praying this language. Pray that language. Please help me tell your neighbor, pray. Pray that language. That language. So this is the first speaking of the altar. It's a voice of the sacrifice. Alright, so let's trace the second speaking. Verse 11. This is the second speaking of the altar. Verse 11. And now thou art cursed from the earth. The second speaking of the altar is the result of the sacrifice. When the spirit that received the signal that you sent into the realm of the spirit now decides to respond to the signal. That's the second speaking. And now thou art cursed from the earth which has opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. Next verse. When thou tillest the ground. So this is the speaking. This is what I'm saying. When thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. That's the first speaking. That curse, another name for it is judgment. Because a curse is a judgment. It can be proclaimed or unproclaimed. But it's the effect of the curse that you will see in the life of the person and you will know that there is a judgment upon him. So Cain still maintained his biceps. 
if he used to go to the gym, still maintained his broad chest. He was still six foot seven. And a Ghana girl will see him and say, I love him, I love him, I love him, I love him. And she will not know that there's something speaking on him. He can do everything well, but when he decides to till the ground, it will not yield for him. The Bible says a fugitive and a vagabond shall he be in the earth. That means he will be a sojourner that will never find any land that can support his destiny. This is the second speaking of the altar. Are you with me? Oh, somebody is asking me here. I can hear his question. You know what the person is saying? He's saying, Pastor, but we are born again. I'm born again. So, this altar that they have raised, that you are talking about, I'm a new creation. All things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. Just calm down first. If you have a legal problem, you have a case in court. Does it affect a new creation? A court case? The fact that you are a new creation, does that excuse you from a court case? Please, just be responding to me. You know, the basis upon which I'm teaching you this is to reveal to you that what you are seeing here is a court session. This is a court case. And the judgment that resulted from that court case is what we call the speaking of the altar. Second speaking of the altar. If you have a legal problem, just like Adam, his rebellion in eating of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, that act triggered a legal situation because God told him, the day you eat of this, the position of the justice system of heaven about this rebellion, concerning this rebellion, is that you will what? Die. The way God solved the legal situation was in a legal way. Jesus came and Jesus came to satisfy the claims of divine justice. He didn't put justice aside. Oh, you're not with me. You're not. He didn't put, he didn't put justice aside. Maybe I stole something as a believer. I stole. I can still speak in tongues, but I stole. And then the person I stole from knows he has friends from voter. May the Lord help us in any money. And they now take him somewhere. The moment he comes, they say, submit completely to this deity. So he surrenders and even gives money. They say, go and look for one goat. And let, then they pour the blood on the altar. The spirit now say, you are welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome. Then he say, what is your petition? Somebody stole from me. Somebody took from me. The person that is speaking in tongues, is it true that he stole? That's a legal situation. He's been in a new creation, cannot stop him from attending to that matter. Meanwhile, I can show you what to do as a new creation to 
denying that that legal situation does not exist is far from the solution. That's what I'm saying. That was how in Nigeria, one man was doing one illegal kind of business. And if they catch you, they kill you. So he got, he didn't want to die. So he got someone and told him, if you do this, do this, do this. This is what I will get. The moment I get this, what do you want? He said, he wants a tipper, tipper, tipper. And then the tipper was 3.5 million naira. The guy risked his life. But before he risked his life, he went to the water spirit. He told the water spirit that I'm going on a risky mission. And the reason why I'm going is because of this agreement I made with one man. Just in case the man refuses to keep his word, if I survive it, come to my aid. And they sacrifice. They asked for this, asked for He went and got all the things. He went for that mission. He succeeded. The money hits the man's account. Then the man now started forming big man. See? He even instructed his, his gate man, say, when that guy comes, you know, just cast him out. Glory, glory, glory. He came once, they cast him out. Came the second time, the gate men beat him up. It was from there, with these bruises, he went to the water side. He danced naked to provoke the jealousy of the spirit. Hey! Meanwhile, the man was there building a house with burglaries, burglaries to protect himself. He didn't know that there were entities that <laughs> the burglaries could not stop. So they invited the man to come and take the second chief taxi title in his village. The convoy was something else. The village stood still. And as he was driving past where that river, the river that the guy went to, he was trying to pass close to it. Something from nowhere took his jeep up. The driver came out without a scratch. He was the only one that died. Should I continue? I have lots of physicals. These people we are talking about, the man that died is, a, is an elder in a church. His business was 419 business. But when he gets it, he will come and donate. And everybody believes he's a good man. But this is the story of how he died. Can we go on now? All right, so an altar has two voices. One voice speaks into the spirit realm. Another voice is speaking from the spirit realm into the natural realm. Are you there? So the scripture that I read to us about utterly destroying the tongue of the Egyptian sea, and it is relating to the second voice. When that second voice comes from the spirit realm, it can take advantage of anything. A river, wind. Are you there? It can create an accident that did not exist. It can make your brake fail. It can cause thunder. Because the temple of that priesthood is nature. So the spirits will take advantage of... Are you a Bible student? Do you still remember when Deborah was fighting? 
The Bible says the stars fall from their courses. When a priest is in alignment and the second speaking of the altar comes, the spirits behind this altar can take advantage of creation and anything can become a weapon. Please tell me, tell your neighbor anything in the hand of a strong man is a weapon. He shall utterly destroy the tongue of the Egyptian sea. He shall smite it in his seven streams so that Israel will walk on dry shore. Something will happen tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. I will read one more scripture, explain a little, then I will give you a list of symptoms. Symptoms that are suggestive of speaking. And just in case you notice any symptoms in any of the symptoms I'm going to read out in your life, that's the reason why we called for this meeting tonight. Because God will be destroying the tongue of the Egyptian sea. Hallelujah. All right, let's take that scripture quickly. Um, we'll do Genesis chapter 22. We'll take it from verse 10 to verse 19. Genesis chapter 22. From verse 10 to verse 19. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here am I. Now, what I want to draw your attention to is that the angel will call to Abraham twice to show you that the altar, there are two voices. One goes in and one comes what? Out. But the effect of the one we see is the one coming out. Because the first one that is going in is like a radio signal that is transmitting, a booster station that is transmitting on a certain frequency. The man wanted to sacrifice his son because God does not operate demonic altars, so he will not accept human sacrifice. But he wanted to see if if Abraham will release the son from his heart, at that point, he becomes a sacrifice. He registered in heaven. So the angel used the time interval from when Abraham had already, the guy was dead in his heart, to when the actual act will take place. He now stopped the act because it is not consistent with the practices of a righteous altar. But the sacrifice was already registered in his heart. That was when the angel called him, stop. We've gotten the signal. That's the first speaking. Okay. Come with me. And he said, lay not thy hand upon the lad. Neither do thou anything unto him. For I know that thou fearest God. 
It was a signal that went into the realm that confirmed that the man fears God. That I know that thou fearest God, seeing that thou hast not withheld thy son, thy only son from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in a ticket by its horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him for a bond offering in the stead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh, as it is said unto this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. 15. And the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven. The second time. So the result of that sacrifice is what he wants to speak now. Are you there? The first one goes in. Then the second one comes out. Sometimes. When the first one goes in. It might take one year for the second one to come out. Priesthood is by encounter. It's not by time. If you are, if you, if you are not diligent. You will not know. If you are not educated. You will not know. You will think. You gave a sacrifice that, no, no seed dies. No sacrifices die. You can cast a seed, plant corn on your ground and it dies. But sacrifices don't die. He called out to him from heaven the second time. What did he say? Next verse. By myself have I sworn. He gave him a personal covenant. Said the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing, and thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, bless him. So the speakings of the altar was blessing. If we look at your life and we see all round blessing, when people cry, you don't cry. When there's lack, that's when your own abundance is more brilliant. When a plague, when COVID hits, people are getting infected. I don't know. Hallelujah. During COVID, did they, did they, were you positive? The only time I was positive was when I had to take the vaccine to come to Ghana. Because of my trip to Ghana. That I went and took vaccine. I took vaccine today. To travel two days later. Uh, those of you that are scientists, you know what it means. Because there will, in a vaccine, what you are fighting, a little of it is in that vaccine. So that your body can develop immunity against it. You know, the, that was the only time I tested positive. And they said, after seven days, it will be negative. But I didn't have seven days. I didn't have seven days because our empowerment, our empowerment program was on Friday. So I, was, I had a privilege to come to Ghana by road. I saw, ah, thank God I made that trip. I saw altars in Benin Republic. Jesus. Togo.
Please help me tell your neighbor, life is spiritual. The second speaking of the altar was blessing. Meanwhile, the first altar that we studied, the speaking, the second speaking of that altar was judgment. So an altar can be speaking judgment on you. An altar can be speaking blessing on you. Are you following? An altar can speak cyclical diseases on you. Around June, July, there is a kind of sickness that comes. It is so consistent that you will know that spirits, spirits are, they are intelligent. Altars can even determine the lifespan of a clan. I say, give them wealth, but kill them young. Altars are instruments of regulating the natural world. Are instruments through which spirits can be invited to come regulate, to come influence the natural world. So you will notice, if you read the life of Abraham, you will find out that a man was not designed to live without an altar. People in the dark realm know, know this much more than people in church. Tonight, Maybe I'll stop here. An altar can produce delays. The judgment that can come from the altar can be a delay. So there are two kinds of speaking. Are you there? An altar can produce judgment or blessings. Maybe I need to add one scripture. How many of you remember Obededon? Obededon. Uzzah stretched forth his hand to touch the ark of God and he was electrocuted. Then they now said, okay, if this man dies, it will cause national problem. If this one dies, it will cause national problem. If that lady dies, it will cause serious national problem. But if Obededon dies, nobody will weep for him. So they carry the altar and Deposited it in his hand and escaped. There was no priest. They didn't leave any priest behind to educate him and say, This is how to order yourself with this cargo on your compound. Nobody came to give him lectures. So the man now came. He touched the and he didn't die. So he now knew that it was not just, there was something about the touch. Hey, so we can touch you. Hey, we don't know. We don't know. We don't. We don't. After one month, this man had advanced in his knowledge of the ark. And he had started appeasing the God of the ark. And he made the God of the ark his friend. The moment you please the supervising spirit of your altar, the next thing he does to you is that he blesses you. 
The moment they got the news that everything in that man's house has begun to work, there's prosperity. They came again. and Because they, they did not have his interest in mind. They, they, the thing is working. Hey! They came and he began to offer sacrifices to the God of the altar. He was not a trained priest. He was a novice like every one of us. So the Lord is calling us as novices to come closer to the ark and learn how to tend it until you come into full alignment with the spirit behind it. The key to your prosperity lies on how you treat your altar. Your altar can prosper you. Are you there? It doesn't matter whether there's recession. Always make it your preoccupation to please him. Then you begin to see his powers. Just like we have the anointing to heal. There, there is the same power. Power. There is a power to prosper. And it's spiritual. If people that operate demonic altars want to make somebody prosper, they don't send him to Harvard. They say, bring your first daughter. Then we'll make the good side of the spirit to smile on you. And anything you touch we begin to prosper. Have you read Psalms 1 verse 1? Say, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scornful, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord his God, and in his law does he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season, his leaves also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth, he shall prosper. It's alignment. It's alignment. Oh, people want to fight you, the more they fight you, the more you prosper. It is not battles that make people poor. No. It's lack of an altar. People want to persecute you, the more they persecute you, the more that's a proof that you have an altar. The proof that your prosperity is divine prosperity is that it has the capacity to survive a season of famine. You will know that it's not rooted in the earth. What is responsible for your lifting is coming from above. It's not in the economy. It's not in your location. Today we want to climb higher. We want to climb higher and to look from above then you will see that the things that you have been afraid of are actually afraid of you. Rise on your feet. Let's pray tonight. Don't forget the scripture we started with. And he shall utterly destroy the tongue of the Egyptian sea. That tongue has been speaking. But it will utterly destroy it tonight. Now, listen to me, listen to me. We are going to pray in a very strategic way. And if you can afford it, if you can afford it, try not to move around. Try to focus yourself because this is the moment. I have 30 minutes to do my business. It's enough time. It's enough time. Can you take inventory of your family? Take inventory of your household. Take inventory of your clan. 
and you notice patterns patterns that are obtainable in that context that are anti-covenant anti-christ patterns if you notice those patterns maybe people don't marry maybe people become sickly They don't prosper. Whenever there's a door and they want to enter, the door will close. Look for a name for it. Because the, the kind of altar is like its manifestation. The kind of altar is like its manifestation. So it can be an altar of reproach, an altar of delay, an altar of sickness, an altar of the vagabond, just like, like Cain. That is just had been made useless, full of potential, but he's always confused. I would like you to be the priest of your family tonight. And you are not standing just for yourself, you are standing for the entire family. And you want to cry. Make sure the cry of your family gets to heaven. Make sure it gets to heaven. Can you take a moment and cry? Cry for that family. Cry, cry, raise your voice and cry. Oh, yeah, yeah, Ina no mose la mande la ipima Ima mamu Kamu mose aleti Aike sulima asiletama Sose niya akoba miske Yalo!
Let the voice of your altar be here. There is a sound that God wants to hear from your altar. Make that sound. Give him the legitimacy to invade your family. For he will utterly destroy the tongue of the Egyptian sea. He will destroy it. He will destroy it. He will destroy it. He will cast it away. He will cast it away. He will destroy it. family that which is responsible for unimaginable afflictions reproach near miracle syndrome tonight we plead the blood we plead the blood we plead the blood we plead the blood. We plead the blood. For the Bible says that the blood of Jesus Christ is speaking. It has more vocabulary. It has more volume. It swallows up every other speaking. We plead the blood. Yellow, see a color mandala. Rome, Mexico, Kiko, Mabaye. Only a kiss. 
vocation that is antichrist fighting your anointing fighting your possibilities we confront it tonight by the power in the blood of Jesus In the name of Jesus. Finally, before I release the decree, maybe the sacrifice has been placed on the altar already and it's already transmitted. Can we confuse that transmission? Can we confuse the transmission right now? Can we release the hand of God to intercept the transmission? You can intercept it. Can you rise up in the spirit and intercept that communication? There are sometimes you don't have network on your phone. Not because there is no network. Something is blocking it. Tonight there will be no network.
in the name of Jesus. So it's time for war now. We are going to release a corporate force. A corporate force that will be potent enough to do damage. To destroy. If I say in the name of Jesus, you say Amen. We'll do that seven times. In the name of Jesus! Hey! Now listen, listen. If you went somewhere to look for demonic power, maybe innocently, and you got some stuff from the devil, can you come? Let's help you now. This bomb we want to release. If you are not on God's side, there will be a challenge. There will be a challenge. If you are in this auditorium and you are not born again, just leave your seat anywhere you are. Come here. People that want to give their life to Christ, come to my left. People that receive charms and things, demonic power, come to my right. It's not an attempt to put you to shame. It's an attempt to bring salvation to you. So we'll do this in the next um, seven minutes. If you are in possession of anything that is suggestive of demonic power that you received in order for you to secure satanic assistance you stand here if you have not given your life to Christ you, you've been playing church are you if you are in possession of demonic power stand here you have been playing church you want to give your life to Christ now so that we can travel together you stand this way we'll do this in seven minutes seven minutes if you know you are not right with God in your heart, leave your seat. It doesn't matter where you are sitting. Either on the, the ground floor, the first floor, the second floor. Just leave your seat. File yourself out. Those that need to give your life to Christ, come this way. We will attend to those matters. We'll attend to those matters. We'll attend to those matters. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are here. And you were given witchcraft to eat when you were younger. It was not, you didn't choose it. They chose you that you will be a wizard and you ate the thing. It's still troubling you. Come, come on, come on. We can help you. We can help you. Because we want to destroy. We want to destroy now. Those of you, I'm waiting for you. You need to give your life to Christ. I'm waiting for you. Please interview them and direct them accordingly. So, oh my God, the angel of the Lord has come. Oh my God. You see, that our prayer was powerful. It was powerful. I'm still waiting for those that need to give their heart to Jesus. You come to my left. And those that have received weapons from the kingdom of darkness. Maybe you are a wizard. 
and you want to stop all of that tonight, you have the opportunity and you'll be delivered and you'll be filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I'm waiting for you. Quickly, join up, join up. Ushers, direct them accordingly because things will break. Things will break. Things will break. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I'm seeing somebody that has a hearing problem and it is based on demonic causes. Demonic causes. You are going to hear with that ear tonight. You will hear with that ear tonight. You will hear with that ear tonight. I'm seeing the spirit of confusion that comes upon the life of one young man and he doesn't know that uh, he's been manipulated with an altar so that he will never fulfill his bright destiny. But the Lord will break that yoke upon your life. Okay. We're going to do something quickly before we shout in the name of Jesus again. Those of you that are towards my left you want to give your life to Jesus come come to me you are very important you are very very important you are the reason why we came if you are sincere in your commitment to the Lord today maybe in a few years from now you will become an answer to somebody's prayer can you confess your sin and say, Lord, I am a sinner. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. Have mercy. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Have mercy. I've been living in rebellion to you all these years. Have mercy on me. Talk to him. Have mercy on me. Wash me with your blood. Wash every sin away from my life. Write my name in the book of life. Give me the power to live for you all the days of my life. Every covenant I entered into knowingly or unknowingly let his power over my soul be broken. Give me grace to stand with you all my life in Jesus name you, 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 you stand there stretch forth your hands in the direction of these ones but before you do what power did you collect I was taken to my hometown twice they didn't give me anything but they did some performances they did some things on you what of you this was like seven years ago. I went to some evil altars, but ever since I've given my life to Christ, but I feel that. Okay. Did you collect something? No, my father, like, he was not giving birth, so he went to God and promised that he wanted he want children. So he made covenant. Okay. First of all, are you, are you all born again? If there's one among you that's not born again, lift your hand so that we can help you. Okay, you are all born again. Good. Before we pray for you, can you repent? Repent to the Lord. Say, Lord, I repent. 
I repent from, for having any dealings with demonic powers. Say those words. I repent for being involved in anything that is of darkness. Make sure you are saying it. Have mercy on me. Cleanse me from this iniquity. In Jesus' name. Stretch your hand in that direction and begin to pray for them. 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 Pray. Pray for them. That this power might be broken. Let this power be broken. Pray for them. In the name of Jesus. So I will touch you just very very slightly on your head. Slightly on your head there. So the Lord will begin to destroy the link. The link you have with any altar, the Lord will begin to destroy it. Father, disconnect them from those altars. Disconnect them from those altars. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Disconnect them from the altars in the name of Jesus. Yes, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Let the power of darkness be destroyed. Let the link be broken. In the name of Jesus. Yes. You guys are free now. Go in this thy mind. Okay. For those of you here, you'll be filled with the Holy Ghost in a moment. Ask God for his spirit. Ask him. Ask him. Put your spirit upon me. Put your spirit upon me. Put your spirit upon me. In the name of Jesus. Ask him. Quickly. Quickly. Okay, it's already coming. It's already coming. It's already coming. It's already coming. Your tongue is loose. Be bold. Be bold and flow. Be bold and flow. Your tongue is already loose. Yes, be bold. Be bolder. Speak louder. Korea Masile. Be bold about it. Be bold. Be bold. Be bold. Let it flow. In the name of Jesus. Roke Sile Nahaya. Roma Mayeskopila. Be bold. 
Yeah. See, lay hands on this boy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm speaking tongues. Lay hands on him. Be bold, be bold, be bold. Allow it flow, allow it flow, allow it flow. Seliko, mahalaiko, brasketa minda halabata. Shandebo osketa, isorombolosa, iko bramatalia. Be bold, be bold. Yeah. Yeah. So in the name of Jesus. I have seen I have seen one altar that we need to destroy. Now. Okay, I think I think they are okay. You can go back. Hey, but come, come you. Come. If you can open your heart to the Lord, they will use your mighty Anointing. 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 Let grace come on you. Let grace come. Let grace come. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let grace come on him. I'm seeing 14 people in this congregation. There's an altar in your family. That limits how long people live. It determines how long people live. There are 14 of you. And the Lord wants to demolish it. Father, in the name of Jesus. 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 Those 14 individuals here. That the altar of death has been pitched in their families. I ask that you stretch forth your hand. And help me identify them. 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 It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming stronger. 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 Identify those 14 people that are representatives of those families. Identify. 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 Holy Ghost. Now you see, I am seeing, I am seeing a lady, you are in this place. When you were born, your umbilical cord was taken. A transaction was done by the river bank, by the river bank, with your umbilical cord. As I speak, fire, fire will trace you out. Fire, 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 fire. Holy Ghost! How shall we find them? Because we need to conduct some deliverance. We need to conduct some deliverance. We need to conduct some deliverance. There are three of you, three of you present, three of you present here. Your name is before a demonic altar for, for injury. To bring injury on your life. Three of you. Three of you. Three of you. And the, in the next 21 seconds, in the next 21 seconds, in the next 21 seconds, the hand of God will arrest three of you. The hand of God. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 
Your name is before the altar. But we exempt you. We exempt you. We exempt you. We exempt you in the name of Jesus. We command that stranglehold. Let it be destroyed. Let it be broken. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hey. This is terrible. Somebody here, I know you will not believe, but the Lord will confirm it. This person that I'm seeing, a snake has been accompanying you for the past 12 years. 12 years. <laughs> Now, bring, can you put that lady on the platform? Let's let's. For twelve years. For twelve years. Now. Father, if there are still others that this serpent has been following, can you help us? Can you help us? Can you help us? Can you help us identify them? In the name of Jesus. Now listen. You know, if you find a situation like this, there is still another case. There is still another case. Father, help me arrest that one. Arrest that one. If you find a case like this, where the demons are speaking through the person, the first thing to do is, if he's still talking, leave, leave the person. Like I'm going to do now. You ignore it. That's the first. There's still another one so that we can do two of them at once. The power of that serpent, the power of that serpent, we have power of that serpent. We we arrest you. Hey. Now, shake me, shake me. Put your, the hand on her head. Okay, take her up. She's 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 one of them. Now, when they are talking, leave them. They want. They want attention. So you forget about In the name of Jesus. Amen. You see, if you say the truth this night, you'll be delivered. Somebody in this meeting, they took you to a graveyard to do a ritual. If you are willing, you will be delivered. So I am waiting for you here. They took you to a graveyard to do a ritual. They took you to a graveyard to do a ritual. If you are willing. Because that ritual that was done 
It was done unto the spirit of necromancy and that is what is destroying your prosperity. If we remove that curse from your life, your life will be straightened out. So I'm waiting for you. If you are not ashamed, and I'll give you two minutes because we don't have time. If you refuse to come, after two minutes, I'll, pro I'll proceed. Now, okay, so this is how to deliver her. Eh? Okay, begin. The power is here. Put your hand up. Okay, begin to speak in tongues. The power is here. It's here. Yeah, speak in tongues. Move her like this. The power is on her back. Lay your hands there. Pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. Now wait, wait. Get a mic. Let's find out from him. I'm, I'm about to explode now. Get a mic quickly. Now, so what happened? What happened? Why did you go to the graveyard? Is it possible for this? Okay, can we get another mic, please? Okay. Yeah. Let her go. Let her go. Let her go. Yes. What about Christ? You don't know Christ by death. So you went to the graveyard. They, they took you to the graveyard. They took me to the graveyard. In the night, in the, around seven. Do you know the reason why you were taken? Please no. You don't know. Okay. Yes. Mine. It was a man wanted to help me for clients. For clients, you, you need clients and business stuff, so they took you there to do something. Yes. Okay. Why? I didn't know. How old were you? They said I would die if they don't use. Oh, they say you would die if you. So you wanted to leave. So you went to, you went to the land of the dead, to bargain for some more time. Okay. Yes. When I was young, my mom took me to a place. You are still young now. You are still young. Okay, so I was much younger than uh, than this. Okay. Yeah, so my mom took me to a place. The man claims to be a man of God, and the place she took me was opposite to the uh, the cemetery of our village. Okay. What did they do there? Um, they, when I went there, there were strange things there. By it was only my mom who was speaking to them. Speaking to them. Okay. You've been sold out. You've been sold out, but. You'll be bought without money. Yes. When my father's junior brother died, they made me shake hands with him before they buried him. Your father's younger brother, they made yes. you shake hands with a dead body. Yes. Please. Before they went to bury him. Yes. Please. Did they tell you why? It's a ritual. It's a ritual. Yes. So I was not feeling well, then my mom took me to a certain man, so they took me to the graveyard for, for bath. So, okay, you took your bath there. Ah, your destiny. <laughs> you, it will be bought without money, to be bought without money, yes? So, um, I, I was into music and I started having attacks, weird attacks, and I called for deliverance. 
And when I go for deliverance, I come back and immediately, like, the spirit starts to come. So somebody asked me to see someone. Okay. And the, the person started deceiving me. And the reason I went there was because I was having this strange thing that was happening to me. But okay. it started lying me and deceiving me. And until... You ended up in a graveyard? Yes. Then two years ago, the Lord delivered me and I started a new journey. Okay. Now, sister, come. come. Just check me. Let's be sure you are free. Okay. It's all right. No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. We'll attend to that. The moment I finish with these people, that's the next case. It's also a demon. Do you know? Okay, okay, don't worry. I'll show you. Can we help these people? First of all, you need to repent. Alright? Say, Lord, I repent for seeking life in the place of death. I repent for trusting in the power of the devil. Have mercy on me. Okay. I'll just touch you. Anyone anyone that is still under that is still under demonic power after touching you like this will be a reaction. The rest of you go and sit down. Okay. Now let your wealth be restored to you. In Jesus' name. Try praying in the night, okay? In the night. Develop it. We'll destroy the power of the devil. We'll disconnect you from these altars of darkness. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, this one's soul has been tied. Her soul. Now do something for me, Usher. Her soul is tied. So this is the connection. No, 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 not like that. See, like this. Put your hand like this. Uh-huh. Like that, like a blade. Okay, let her soul be restored. One, two, three, four. Let the cord that was used to bind it, let it break. Lose her soul. Okay. Move it down one inch. Pray for her. Oh. So ask God, let everything that was taken from her be restored. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Uh-huh. So you will leave. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. They gave you witchcraft when you were small. But you gave your life to Christ, but you are still seeing yourself in meetings, places that you don't know why you are there. They gave you witchcraft when you were small. Come, come to me. They gave you witchcraft. You started seeing yourself in meetings. Some of you... You see yourself in meetings in the water. There are two people like that. 
Come quickly, come quickly. Let's finish that matter. Let's finish that matter. Because now, I want to release healing. But, we can finish that matter. They gave you witchcraft when you were small. You have two minutes to respond. If after two minutes you are not here, then I will proceed. You see yourself fellowshipping with people that you don't know. You are fellowshipping with people that you don't know. Sometimes you even fellowship with the dead. Yes? Find out what is going on. Quickly. 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 So how many times have we shouted in the name of Jesus? Huh? Three. In the name of Jesus! time if you have a hearing problem you take this hand and put in the ear that cannot hear if you have a sight problem lay your hands on your eyes they give you witchcraft okay now let's let's find out You have allowed the devil steal from you. Oh, ask him for mercy. Are you the one that helped me the other? Do you like a blade on her back? Like a blade. Like a blade, yeah. I break that yoke. I remove you from that fellowship. In the name of Jesus. I cut you off from that fellowship. I destroy your link with that strange fellowship in the name of Jesus. Move it here, one inch. That which was taken from you, let it be restored and let the yoke that you hold be destroyed. Okay. Put your hand on your head now. Father, help her. She can go. We're going to pray for healing. You cannot hear. Put your hand in the ear that is deaf. Put your hand on the eyes that are, are defected. If you cannot walk and you came here with a cane or with crutches, put your hand on the leg that is paralyzed. You have a, a condition, cancer, put your hand where it is, a growth, fibroid, um, a lump, put your hand where that lump is, where that growth is. And we are going to pray in 15 minutes and there will be a breakout. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you glory. We give you praise. We give you thanks. 
and tonight we come against every sickness every disease every pain every affliction we command the yokes of diseases to break we command the yokes of pains to break we command the yokes of afflictions to break i bind every blinding spirit blinding spirit be bound be bound be bound in the name of jesus come out of the eyes in the name of jesus i bind every deafening spirit be bound be bound come out of the ears in the name of jesus i arrest every spirit of paralysis come out of the bodies in the name of jesus let the yoke break in the name of jesus i command pains to go i command diseases to go i command sicknesses to go 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 in jesus name I'm seeing someone that was involved in an accident and um, after the accident he started having a pain on your spinal cord and the Lord that's the first person the Lord is working on uh, he's also working on long conditions long conditions long conditions uh, I'm seeing someone with an a hearing problem that God has healed already. A hearing problem has been arrested. A hearing problem has been arrested. In the name of Jesus, let the healing power of God flow through your body. Let every growth every growth every demon of cancer let it let it die i command it to dry up in the name of jesus in the name of jesus in the name of jesus so you can check your body if you notice there's a change you stand here we'll take a few testimonies and i'll do a final prayer we'll confirm that final prayer in our next AEC. The impact of the prayer if you notice there's a change you can see you can hear the pain has gone you feel a relief you stand this way and um, we'll take three testimonies father in the name of jesus let that which was taken from him be restored be restored in jesus name you get with each crowd were you aware or you were a child? You were a child. You ate which crap? Okay, just no problem. You, you just stand. You just stand. Um, glory to God. If there's anybody here, just in case there is someone that you came here with a walking aid, maybe a stick. Or a crutch. If there's anybody like that in this place, listen to my voice now. You can rise and walk. If you have 
a crutch, you have a cane, you have any support for your walking. If there's anybody that came like that, the grace of God that is here, the intensity of the grace of God that is present here is sufficient to bear you up so that you will not need to use that cane again. Father, in the name of Jesus, the spirits of the water, I command you, let her go. Let them go. Let them go. Let them go in the name of Jesus. Let her go in the name of Jesus. Let her go in the name of Jesus. Let her go in Jesus' mighty name. Let her go in the name of Jesus. Yes, what happened to that one? Yes, Pastor Ben. Yes. Hey, hey, hey. Wait, yeah? wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Those rings that you wore, let those rings be removed in the name of Jesus. Let the rings come off. I release fire to separate you from that spiritual connection, that marriage, that illegal union in the spirit. I break you off. I break you off. You know what you do for me? Touch her umbilical cord. Just look for it and touch it. Just touch it. Father, in the name of Jesus, we destroy that covenant. And then we release, we release this lady from the yoke in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Okay, you, you are free. Yes? Pains in the left eye. Please, for some time now, okay. like right after the prayer, she pain, is pain left. fine. Yeah. Yeah, the second sister is also an eye condition. 12 years of short-sightedness healed after the prayer. Short-sightedness for 12 years. Now, the angel of the Lord is touching me here. He's touching me here. And whenever he does that, it means that there is somebody in the congregation that is anointing. And he wants me to speak something into the person. sister the Lord is saying to you that the times the seasons of drought are over the seasons of drought are over in your life this anointing that has come upon you is designed to guide you into fruitful seasons you are guided into fruitful seasons you see your crown has rested Yes, your crown has rested. I've been following it. I've been following it. That's rested. So part of the things that, oh my God, there's even an oil. There's an anointing. It's an anointing. There's an anointing there. It's an anointing. The first thing I can see already is that you will, you have long life. And the reason for the long life is that God wants to compensate you want to compensate you for a long time of waiting for a long time of waiting your crown is upon your head your altar has spoken and god has responded and in a short while you're going to begin to see a change Oosh! Oosh! 
and i'm even seeing that it's not just used of members of your family people that have been manipulated by altars of darkness god will be touching them i also see a judgment there's someone that people call a friend that is a fool and after this prayer you will see an affliction will come upon that person yes pastor ben hello papa 12 years of short-sighted she was short-sighted for 12 years yes please did you check it did you test it it, it looks clearer like <laughs> you don't need to cry okay let's allow our cry small jesus 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 you see okay so so this this lady this lady this lady yes yes perfection 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 on your eyes in the name of jesus yes what happened to that one papa three years of hip pain god heal hip pain god yes. heal and she also said it? she was having headache yesterday in the night but you appeared in a dream and then the, the headache got uh, uh i mean healed this one is completely yeah. healed she's completely healed she's completely can we celebrate the lord jesus Christ? There is somebody in the in the congregation you escaped accident three times you escaped accident three times in three months three times in three months the accident near accident in one of the times there was actually a little accident but you, you have been in accident prone situations for three months i'm waiting for you the spirit of death has been sent to take your life but i came in the name of the lord to ensure that it is the one that wants you dead that will be cut off. So what I will do is that I will touch you here. Then I will touch you here. Then the yoke will begin to break. Let the yoke break. Let the yoke break. In the name of Jesus, we send that affliction back to the sin in Jesus' name. Yes, it is done. Yes, Pastor Ben. Hello, pa Papa. So, two days of neck pain got healed right after the prayers. Two days of neck pain. Did you check it? Okay, yeah, he's healed. You he are healed. He's permanent in the yeah. name of Jesus. Amen. He's permanent. Our sister, um, migraine of over one year. Migraine. She said she was experiencing it even when the even prayer she was going okay. on, migraine. but now she's fine. Yes, it is permanently removed. Uh, you were wearing a cap. Are you aware? What you call migraine is a cap you were wearing. Uh, okay. Sorry. You are blessed. Papa, there is another healing over here. 23 years of glaucoma healed right after the prayers. Now, now. How do you know you are healed? Pastor Ben, give him the mic. How does he know he's healed? Okay, what happened was 
I saw you in a dream, just yes. in the queue like this. So you place your hand on me. Okay. And you told me I was healed. So yesterday, mm. when we were sitting down, the moment you said that there are some people who saw you in a dream, all I can see was my eyes just get, got cleared. It just got clear. And when I drive in the night, I normally had the issue. But yesterday, I drove wonderfully. On wonderfully. Can we celebrate Jesus? <laughs> celebrate Jesus. It is done. It is done. You know, I'm seeing something like a cloven tongues of fire, two of them. Anytime I see this, it means that there are two evangelists, two fiery evangelists that God is raising. And the effect of your rising will be heard. And in the next 21 seconds, the fire of God will catch you. Hello, Papa. Yes. So, our brother was having seven years of liver condition seven years yeah he said condition. even during the service the pain was so severe the pain was but severe. after the prayers after the, prayers the pain is gone can we, can we give god the glory yeah you are healed so those evangelists god will begin to trust you why are you here accident Okay, near accident, please. We reverse, we reverse that situation. Walk free in the name of Jesus. You are released. Yes? You know what I'm seeing? I'm seeing someone, um, I don't know what happened to you, but you wore a collar on your neck. You wore a collar on your neck because there was a bruise on your neck. And it is not so long, it is not so long that you took off the collar. That person, I need to help you, I need to help you. Because the situation that took place, for which you wore that collar, was not designed to just be that mild. It was supposed to break one part of your body. And the demon that was sent to assassinate you is still around you. You wore a collar. There was a situation. And you wore a collar for a time. You are the one I'm talking about. So you come down. Come down. Come down. Yes? Hello, Papa. One week of severe headache. He one was week. even experiencing it during the service. One but now week. he's one fine. One week of severe headache. Yeah, you are here. Can we give Jesus a big hand? You wore a collar. I don't know the reason why you wore that collar. But the situation that led to your wearing the collar was supposed to be more grievous than that. And uh, God wants me to help you. So come out. Yes. Papa, please. Three years of short-sightedness. She was short-sighted. Yes, please. And she was using this. Yes, please. The mother is here. She checked on her. She's fine. Please, let's interview the mother. Mother, how do you know she can see? Um, when we came, I asked her to read what uh, the screen with the glasses so you asked her to read something on the screen yeah and she said uh, she can see blurry, she can see blurry. so after the prayer i asked her to read again and she's able to read without the glasses somebody give jesus a big hand give jesus a big hand now you need to see how thick this thing is for those of you where's the cameraman all right so Give the audience a feel 
of how thick it is. So these are not arranged miracles. I don't know them. Do I know you? And so, because somebody would think that we were in Kaswa in, in the night trying to. <laughs> Glory to your name. The Lord bless you. Yes. You had a collar. Why? That's spondylosis, arthritis. Now listen, listen. That's what the doctors, that's, I don't even know the meaning of that anyway. But I know my vision from the Lord. There's a, a demonic assassin around your life. So what I want to do, because I know you don't believe. I will pray, I will break it. And then the person that sent it will be cut off. Wait, wait, wait. You know, you know Elijah in the Bible. He has the spirit of judgment. I also have it. So God can use me to judge somebody. Can we pray in tongues in a moment? What's your name? Kwesi. All right. So I made a new friend. His name is Kwesi. And I want to. Kwesi. Exactly. Now you are talking. It's a political matter. <laughs> well, we are going to shield you today, but but the person responsible, I have clearance to release that judgment, if you permit me. Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, we stand as a congregation tonight. I stand with my brother Kosi. And that this assassin of darkness released to cut him off, I send it back to sender. Mm -hmm. It has worked. So go and sit down. Please. Please. Yes. Hello, Papa. One year of chest pain. She said it used to be very tight. After the prayer, she's set free. One year of chest pain. One year of chest pain. Okay, yeah, you are healed. It will not come back. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah, so our brother here. I am looking for somebody that has been healed in, in the ear. In the ear. There's a healing on the ear. Yes, sister. You can go. Okay, you can go. There's a healing on the ear. That's the person I'm looking for. The Lord sent me to you. The person that has a healing. You might even be in the congregation sitting down. Come. God has sent me to you. There's a healing. Someone has been healed on the ear. Healed on the ear. Come now. I am sent to you. But I will only give open this window for two minutes. There's a healing on the ear. Yes, brother? Yeah, so he had knee pain for over 10 years. Knee pain for, for over 10, 10 years. years. After the prayers, he said the pain has subsided. Did you check it? Yeah. I had difficulties in moving my leg when I was sitting down. For the past two weeks, I strained myself when I tried to move my leg when I'm sitting down. But 
when the prayers was going on, I I sat down, I moved my leg. It was more smooth, even though the pain was still there, but I believe I have no, been no, healed. No, no. Wait, wait, wait. You see, when healing starts, what you do is you keep moving. Oga move, oga move. Where is the person that was healed on yeah, the ear? The, she's you here. Know, they won't accept that they are healed. They will be sitting. Meanwhile, the Lord sent me to the person that he will heal on the ear. You don't come and shortchange yourself and dribble yourself. So why are you coming? Here. So you just realize that you are healed. Meanwhile, come. come. I'm not even... Those ear people, come here. Let me test who God has sent me to because I don't even believe you people. Now, can you see all the people God healed on the ear and they were sitting? So the Lord will, I will touch you like this. The one that the Lord has sent me to, He will show me by a touch of the anointing. Father, the one you sent me to, show me by the anointing. Let your anointing come upon that individual that you have sent me to. Let it come with intensity. Let it be stronger. Let it be stronger. Let it be stronger. Let it come like a wind. 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 Okay, so the Lord sent me to them. You and you and you, you can go back. Yes, what am I doing? Hello, Papa. So he said he when he was growing up, he realized that his knee, the left knee, it was shifted. Okay, huh? there's pains in it and then weakness. What do you call it? Hyper extended knee. What's the meaning of that? Hyper extended. So is it that, that he shifted? Is able, able to go backwards. Oh, he's able to go backwards. So it developed a pain and, and instability. Oh. Just by lifting it like I feel you pain. feel pain and, already. And that leg is weak or weaker compared to the, the right the other of it. But I receive strength when I place my hand there during the. Prayer. Oh, you receive strength. Can, can, can we celebrate Jesus? Yeah, yeah, it's permanent. Where is the man that I asked to move? He has moved and moved home. Oh, uh -huh. thank you. Okay, you are healed now. It's permanent now. Yes, why are you here? No, they are late. They are late. You, why are you here? Where, where did you come from? Is it that... Do you know how, how long I gave that word? Or you were waiting to, to check if... if Wait, don't go anywhere. Just stay there. We'll do that three times. Two. Three. Okay. The spirit is not around you. Go. You are free. You, why are you here? You got healed in the ear and you refused to come. 
your dad was deaf in the left ear. Yes, I observed something is to move my left ear. So I, right now I checked it. It's not moving. I'm not sure. Did you, can you hear from me? Yes. Okay. So why were you sitting down? You wanted to test if it was true. Yes, you are released. You are released. You are released. Yes? Hello, Papa. Last Three months of chest pain and pain around the heart. Pain Gone. around the heart. Wait. What's wrong with your eyes? Okay, nothing. Now, all of you on this line. Eh? Spinal cord. I've been watching for you. All right. I will touch you like this. Those of you that God has sent me to, after touching you like this, in the next five minutes, an anointing will come on you. Father, those ones you sent me to, show me by a touch of the anointing. Show me. Show me those ones. Put your hand on them. Let it be stronger. Let it be. It's even coming. It's coming. Let it be stronger. Let it be intense. 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 Holy Ghost. Let it be stronger. 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 Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. 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 Thank you, Father. I will release one prayer now. Then I will sit down. I want to maybe somebody is in the congregation you desire what I have from the Lord you can receive it alright you can receive it. you can receive it you can receive it you can receive it. 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 Oh, it's even coming stronger. It's coming stronger. It's coming stronger. It's coming stronger. It's coming stronger. Coming stronger. Coming stronger. Holy Ghost! Let the spell over your family be broken tonight in the name of Jesus. Let there be a restoration of everything that was taken from your family in the name of Jesus. Oh my God.
oh my god oh 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 i'm seeing the yoke of delay in marriage i'm seeing it break it is breaking yeah it is breaking already it is breaking already it is breaking already it's breaking already just breaking already breaking the name of jesus christ Jesus Christ! Aha! Uh -huh. You see, some people are going before the end of next year. Some people that people said we never get married, we'll marry. <laughs> Break in the name of Jesus Christ! Aha! Uh -huh. Where is that Osha? Aha, uh -huh, okay. It will break, don't worry, it will break. Loser in the name of Jesus! Loser! Now, so, come. Shake me. Put your hand on her chest, pray in the spirit, then she will be delivered. If I told you yesterday that come and sit in the front so that I can see you, come now. Your case, your case is now. Your case is now. Your case is now. Ah, just allow my hand rest like this. Uh -huh. Hey, Did I call you yesterday? Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Let every yoke be removed. Be removed. Be removed. Be removed. Be removed. Be removed. In the name of Jesus Christ. Ah, I am seeing. You left somebody at home. The person was sick, bedridden. At home. Before you get back home. That person will be sitting up. Sitting up. Hey! See, man, There's something on, on one lady's waist. There's something on your waist. In 17 seconds, it will break and you will be released. In 17 seconds. In 17 seconds. In 17 seconds, 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 in 17 seconds. I put a blessing upon you. I put a blessing upon you. I put a blessing upon you. I scope many ketalocrescopi la cadelo ilebre sufalama caitos kebolamborola. Come. Come. Come on, help me. Put this hand on her. I'm seeing as if heaven is releasing a child there's something blocking that child father in the name of jesus i ask for mercy I ask for mercy I ask for mercy oh three ladies here your womb has been blocked you are not even aware because you are still single fire will come inside that womb fire 
fire will come inside that womb. Lord, release fire. 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 Ushers, if you notice a reaction, I need to touch. So receive your heart desire. Uh-huh. Go. Receive your heart desire. Yes. Yes. Go. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. If you are close to them, maybe they are upstairs. It will take them time to come. Or if you have female ushers to female, male ushers to male. If the person is female, female usher, go there. Help me touch the person's stomach. Touch the stomach. Touch the stomach. Thank you, Father. Lord, we seal Kelia. Listen to me, a sorcerer, a terrible sorcerer fights somebody here. A terrible sorcerer is fighting somebody. So today I stand with you. I stand with you. I come against it in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I come against it in the name of Jesus. Yes. Now that's us why we run from you now. You run away. You run away. You run away. Yes. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. So we open doors for prosperity. We open doors for marriage. We open doors for blessings. We open doors for actualization. We open doors for possibilities. We open doors for ministry. If the gate to your ministry has been shut, we open it up right now. We open it up right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. We open the doors of anointing. You've been pegged on one level of anointing for so many years. Break forth in the name of Jesus. Break forth in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Don't be in a hurry to leave. We have vital information for you. Please, please. Ushers, help us take our offering quickly. Ushers, please help us.